0: Welcome back to another Crypto Daily 3 at 3. What's going on, guys? It is Tuesday, October 15th. Uh, We're just doing a couple, this should be a quick one, actually. We're going to look, uh, do a couple quick recaps, uh, updates on major stories from the end of last week, specifically around Telegram um, with some crazy new news that's uh, just being reported by one outlet so far, but that I think is really interesting. And then second about the new sleeker, slimmer Libra association, but let's start on Telegram. So if you'll remember last week, uh, Telegram, the SEC um, had an emergency action to stop the Telegram, uh, dist- basically distribution of Telegram ton tokens. Uh, and it was big news. It happened just at the very end of the day on Friday. And uh, there was a lot of commentary about what it meant, particularly for um, for SAF. So, um, what I want to talk about is these uh, this kind of interesting news being reported by Block TV that maybe the SEC isn't Telegram's only problem. Um, but first, let's talk a little bit about the uh, the analysis of um, the filing against Telegram in the first place. So. Uh, Abishal from Electric Capital did a great thread on this, Um, and I'm just going to go through some of the key highlights. Basically, his uh, theory, his conclusion after reading this, is that the SEC is actually being consistent with their um, their application of the Howey test, and that it looks to him that like this doesn't particularly um, threaten the idea of the Saft. So uh, first, for those who don't know what the Howey test is, um, it's the kind of the legal uh, rubric or framework by which the SEC judges whether something is a security or not. It comes from an old court case, um, and the the criteria include a an investment of money, b a common enterprise, c the expectation of profit, and d. Based Based on the efforts of efforts of others, right? So uh, you have to have all four of those. So you can't just have an investment of money in a common enterprise with the expectation of profit, um, but it's your work that's going to make it successful or not. That that wouldn't qualify, um, and so on and so forth. So uh, the the. Big, so when it comes to the Howey test is applied to Telegram, um, A, the investment of money, that's an obvious one, and C, expectation of profit, that's also kind of an obvious one because it's VCs being invested. Um, so the question is about common enterprise and the efforts of others. Uh, and so basically, over and over and over again, um, Gard claims that uh, the the SEC keeps coming back to the idea that uh, that Telegram is like they're the only people who are doing this. This is basically a private enterprise building a product, right? Uh, so you see uh, Pavel and Nikolai Durov will be or are the sole members of the Ton Foundation's board. Uh, depends solely on Telegram's ability to create and launch the network. Um, estimating that Telegram would spend uh, 520 million on Messenger alone between 2019 and 2021. Defendants would use the offering proceeds to proceeds to finance defendants' businesses. Um, Telegram intends to use proceeds for the tele- continued development of Telegram Messenger uh, and also to invest in Messenger itself. Blah 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 blah. Basically, the idea here is uh, this is really the, the key thing he says. The SEC went to town on the assertion that Telegram actually raised money to benefit Telegram Messenger. Telegram controls the Ton Foundation, and the only people being building Ton are Telegram employees. Uh, Thus, it is a common enterprise. So uh, again, uh, his point is he keeps coming back to this idea. It seems to me that the SEC is being quite consistent for the same reason. ETH is not a security. Ethereum is sufficiently decentralized, so there's no common enterprise. Grams are a security. Telegram is a clear common enterprise with clear managers driving gram value. Um, And this is the point that I think he makes that's really important. No, this is not the death of of the SAFT. They barely mention it. They consistently have focused on Howie, regardless of SAFT, ICO, or other mechanisms. Um, So, you know, again uh not a lawyer, um, but I think that it it does, uh, I think that his points are really interesting. Um, I love this part too. So some issues the SEC highlights that other projects will try to avoid in the future. A, don't have the company and foundation controlled by the same people. B, don't use funds to finance an existing company. C, don't have only company employees committing code. Um, so the, the point here is that there's there's actually some consistency that has to do with the Howey test itself, not the idea of SAFT. And so effectively, uh, what he's saying is that they might've done Everything right in terms of uh, in terms of the way the mechanism for the fundraise uh, but at the end of the day it was a security because it's just telegram building this product um, and which means that the, the people who are investing in it aren't are expecting the telegram community to build it for or the telegram company rather to just build this thing and build get the value from it so uh, really interesting stuff Uh, Another interesting kind of piece of follow-up on this point is where the information came from. So uh, Coindesk reported that the SEC had drawn on a lot of investor communications. Uh, They had been going out and interviewing uh, the people that had been involved. So that's kind of where a lot of this information came from. Um, But then I saw this this morning. Uh, TV basically is reporting that they got news that um, there is... uh, there's effectively a, a FinCEN investigation. So this is a different regulator that deals with financial and money crimes around the world uh, case or probe uh, with regard to Telegram around money laundering. So I'm just going to play a little bit of this clip. Uh, and I think that they say that this is just from a single source inside Telegram. It has not, uh, as of the time of, of producing this video, um, been validated or verified by other uh Journalistic outlets that I've seen, but I think that it's worth—if uh, you take that caveat—that is just a, a single source. Um, it's interesting and worth checking out. So I'm going to mute myself, turn this on, and I'll be back in just a second.
1: Sources inside Telegram have exclusively told Block TV of some latest developments coming inside Telegram in relation to all this regulatory news that we're hearing. So first, the notable point that, according to source, this source uh, spoken to us inside the uh, Telegram, SEC is not such a big concern for Telegram at the moment. They're saying that the SEC, it, though it's made this ruling and it has created this temporary injunction, they'd be willing to cop the fine, pay it, and move forward. That as far that's as not their biggest headache. That's not the biggest headache. What is their biggest headache? FinCEN. For those who don't remember, FinCEN, the Financial Crimes Enforcement Network, a bureau of the tra- U.S. Treasury Department that collects information about financial crimes, money laundering, uh, you know, terrorism, uh, all the things related to... do with the US dollar and financial crimes. All right, so what they say is FinCEN has put Telegram under investigation. They've been investigating Telegram over money laundering suspicions, uh, with particular concerns uh, demanding that Telegram implement full KYC, know your customer, uh, requirements on all token holders once Gram launches. Something that is antithesis of uh, Telegram's overarching sort of uh, ethos on privacy and it just it completely knocks uh, it defeats the pur- the purpose of the whole thing Exactly the whole, whole operation begin, right. the way that they run their business yeah. from the get go yeah. uh, you know Pavel Durov famously has refused to work with uh, Russian regulators even just on a uh, privacy and data front let alone on this monetary front to impl- implement full KYC Now per these per sources as we said mm-hmm. FinCEN um, investigating supposedly Telegram but FinCEN investigations are crucial for a corporation. Exactly, right? certainly right. Vincent has some pretty uh, serious teeth they can bite with. This isn't just empty threats they have the capacity to block the European banks that are currently holding a lot of Telegram's finances and block them from being able to access those finances, effectively shutting down large swaths of Telegram's operations. And they say that those, these source, same sources have told us that they are concerned inside Telegram that they've been attempting to cooperate with FinCEN, they are not, FinCEN themselves are not satisfied with Telegram's answers that they've responded to so far and that at any moment fin, they could come out and effectively block Telegram. From being able to move forward financially
0: so obviously this is a, a pretty pretty big deal uh, if if there's uh, teeth to this um, so we'll we'll find out uh, more about what uh, what that's like I guess over the over the coming weeks um, but for now let's uh, let's move over to a quick update on the Libra Association. <laughs> So uh, last week, when everything happened with Libra, which quick update is that beginning of the week, two US senators sent letters to uh, the CEOs of Visa, MasterCard, and Stripe telling them that they should get out because effectively, Facebook Messenger enabled child sex predators. And if they didn't, they would come and get them uh, from a regulation standpoint, even outside of the business that they had with Facebook. Uh, So that was the beginning of the week. By the end of the week, big surprise, those companies had in fact left the Libra Association. Uh, And along with them, uh, others, including eBay and then later uh, Mercado Global and Bookings Holdings and, and a couple others were gone as well. And so uh, that was last week. And what I thought at the time is obviously this is really bad for for Libra. There's no way of getting around it. It basically constitutes the entire uh, kind of payment rail section of the association. Uh, but the question was how many more members were going to leave and evacuate, which as, as we just mentioned, a few did, versus how many were going to rally around the flag. Was there going to be uh, that which does not kill us makes us stronger kind of thing? Well, uh, the, the, Libra Association has uh, formalized its its first groups. Uh, so in Geneva, 21 organizations, this is CoinDesk reporting, have signed the Libra Association Charter. Um, this includes uh, Coinbase, Zappo, Anchorage, Bison Trails, Creative Destruction Lab, Andreessen Horowitz, Thrive Capital, River Capital, Union Square Ventures, Breakthrough Initiatives, Iliad, Vodafone, Farfetch, Uber, Lyft, Kiva, Mercy Corps, Williams World Banking, Spotify, and PayU. Um, so that is all previously announced members Uh, and no unknown members were listed. They also announced a um, five-person board for uh, Calibra, uh so David Marcus from Facebook obviously will have one of those seats the other board members will include Katie um, Juan from uh and Horowitz uh Wences Cesaris, who's the CEO of Zappo Patrick Ellis who's the general counsel at Payu and Matthew Davey who's the CSO at Kiva um so we're finally starting to see some uh some basically some of that um decentralization that that the kids all like these days uh and so the the Question is, uh, what's the spin on this, right? And so uh, David Marcus obviously is excited. So he says, "Awesome day today at our inaugural Libra Association Member Council. It was energizing to see reps from many different industries and interests come together with one mission at heart: improve access and lower costs to digital money and financial services for everyone." Uh, and he reemphasized, and this is important: we're now one out of twenty-one official members, and many more to come. And I've been honored to, I'm honored to have been voted in alongside four awesome board members. Fred Wilson from uh, from Union Square Ventures also wrote about this. Uh, He said it's fashionable to be negative about the Libra project right now and it is equally fashionable to call it Facebook's cryptocurrency project both are understandable under the circumstances, but yesterday was the beginning of an independent effort one that Facebook does not control one where Facebook is one founding member among many and one where Facebook has one board seat out of five. Catherine uh, from entries and Horowitz, who's on this board now says, even though some of the original members have changed, we remain committed to Libra's mission and continue to believe what we were in June. Today we signed the association's charter and I was elected to the board. And she goes on to reinforce uh, their goal, a simple payment, a simple global payment system and financial infrastructure that can empower billions of people by making sending money as easy as sending an email. Imagine all the services and products that could be locked if this were so. It's also important to look at the project in a global context by attempting to block even before it's built, U.S. policymakers risk ceding leadership over one of the most important emerging technologies. So uh, this is the the carrot and the stick from them as well, right? The the carrot is hey, be a part of this big important thing. The stick is China's going to do it, uh, as we've seen over and over and over again. Now, Josh Constine over from uh, TechCrunch reported on how many different, basically Facebook uh, touting or Libra touting, um, how many different partners want to be involved. So they say it has interest from 1,500 partners and of those, something like 180 are eligible based on their criteria, which includes a lot of different things. Uh, and they actually, I think they did make the criteria public, although they're not necessarily going to make the criteria of how the, the decision gets made to, to admit people. Um, so what are the takes from crypto? I, mean, I think that on the one hand, there's just the surface take, like these guys are clear moving on, right? They're not going to stop at uh, at, at what we saw last week. Uh, they're going to shift the narrative uh, to, to make sense. Um, I, I would be shocked if they didn't talk about how all of those kind of uh, old world financial services weren't necessarily really the right fit anyways, and that this group of people has a better uh, alignment with the mission. They already started to do that. Um, some people aren't buying it, right? So Preston Burns says, Libra lost every member that could have given it preferential access to payments. Now it's just another high-risk munch- merchant and one with a weird organizational structure, uh, and he goes on to talk a little bit more about that. But I think that the you know the the question is really: Does this change anything from a U.S. regulatory standpoint? Uh, To the extent that US regulators are the biggest hurdle, Um, does it signal a shift in strategy from Facebook? I mean, it doesn't seem to, right? Like Facebook has said that they wanted to have this be decentralized and, you know, off their books in terms of control uh, earlier rather than later. Um, But, you know, next week we have Mark Zuckerberg testifying in front of uh, Congress. And so we'll, I'm sure that we'll be able to preview and see the new uh, narrative and and the new spin on this, um, you know live and in action. Uh, meanwhile, <laughs> it, it, one thing that's for sure is that the, the, uh, addition of libra to the world stage has uh created uh, a fire under the butts of every central bank um haley lennon uh comments on a coindesk article uh quoting the the head of sweden central bank she says ah the power of innovation the head of sweden central bank says libra has been an incredibly important catalytic event forcing central bankers to reconsider their primary product money it's weird man this is uh this is happening. this is going down. I mean some of the reports from China have been that the digital u n would be ready as early as next month um, they've backed off those uh, numbers in official comments but or those dates rather in official comments. but um, we are in a brave new world and uh and i don't i can 't see you know like people keep saying that Libra is still born, but i can 't see it not being a, a continued player in this conversation um, now it's not impossible to me that Uh, that after Facebook's or after Mark Zuckerberg's testimony, things continue to shift again. Um, You know, it's not impossible to me that Facebook is forced to uh, effectively... Uh, pretty aggressively abdicate its role in the Libra association and really shift all of the onus on getting this thing up and running to other people um, and maybe that's sufficient for the US government but um, i th- I still think personally that we're at the beginning of the Libra story and even if I'm wrong about that I'm quite sure that we're at just at the very beginning of the central bank digital currency story um, and I think that the introduction of Libra had a skip about six chapters so um, I'm gonna be watching it I'll be telling you what I think about it so as always guys thanks for hanging out thanks for listening if you're listening thanks for watching if you're watching and i will see you tomorrow peace